Hey, y'all. Welcome to Obsessed. Today, we talk all things change and why does change feel so darn uncomfortable? Tension and discomfort are necessary feelings in the process of achieving our goals. And if you don't experience these feelings, then that goal that you had in mind probably isn't something that you truly want. Today's culture offers up ease at the click of a mouse, and we can avoid pain at all costs. So when we are going through the process of change and feeling that pain, it is even more acute. So you sit back, you relax, and enjoy our little chat about change because we are obsessed with humans on the verge of change. Hey guys, welcome to Obsessed. Think of us as your personal development entourage, all wrapped up into one podcast. If you're committed to your personal development and believe your life is meant for more, then get ready to learn the tools you need to elevate this experience called life. Get obsessed with your life, just like us. We are Tia, Tristan, Mika, and Julie, and we are obsessed with humans on the verge of change. Hi, I'm Tristan, and I'm obsessed with your emotional well-being. Hey, guys, we are back, Obsessed Podcast, and we are so obsessed with so many different things. But one thing that really comes to mind is the idea of change. Why are you wearing those dirty, tattered sneakers every day? Because they're comfortable. You have those beautiful patent leather heels sitting there in the corner waiting for you. All you have to do is slip them on and practice. Yes, you will have to navigate new terrain. Yes, it will feel painful and uncomfortable. But when you do embrace those beautiful patent high heels, you're going to strut your stuff. You're going to be stronger and you are going to be living a life of strength. Of course, this is an analogy, but it's an analogy that aligns with the idea of change. You do have to navigate new terrain. You do have to think differently. But when you do make that change, man, you're going to look good. You're going to feel good. You're going to feel powerful and strong. So go slip on those beautiful high heels and start rocking your life. I have the best girls here. I have Tia, Tristan, Mika, and yours truly, Jules. And we have all gone through a lot of changes lately. Mine are very COVID-related in terms of just a lifestyle with a lot of kids at home. I have four boys, and it's been hard adjusting with the change coming into the COVID and now kind of peeking out of the COVID. It's The change is difficult. Change looks like launching a podcast and not exactly feeling comfortable with what I'm doing. Change looks like, for me, just looking in the mirror every day and saying, wait, I didn't look like this one year ago. You know, the hair is a little different. There's been a lack of self-care. How can we go forward knowing that we need more yet we resist? So these girls, Tia, Tristan, Mika, and me are going through the same thing you're going through. And I want to ask Let's start with Tristan. Tristan, our no BS, no filter therapist, she deals with so much change in helping clients navigate change. Change is such a broad term. What's the deal? Why are we so resistant? And why don't we do what's best for us? We know it's best for us, yet 
we just don't do it. Well, I think change has the stigma attached to it that is like it equates to fear. It equates to uncomfortable. And even more so as far as when you talk about the patterns, our brain tries to make patterns to make things easier for us. So when our brain's doing that, like if we are driving to work, we drive to work the same way, right? So when we drive to work the same way every day, we don't use as much of our brain. So when we deliberately change those patterns of behavior or those patterns of thinking, we have an uphill battle because not only are we doing something that's we fear because it's the unknown, but also like our brains are even working against us at some level as well. Fear of the unknown. I mean, isn't that crazy? I often ask myself, is it more comfortable being in a stagnant holding pattern or is it more uncomfortable feeling like I'm growing and doing something different. And it's hard at times to even make that decision. I'm comfortable. And what does comfortable mean? I don't exactly like feeling comfortable. It's like that old pair of shoes. At some point, girls, we need to put on those stilettos and rock it for a little bit, right? And it's going to be a little painful, but our feet will get used to it. Tia, I can't imagine anything more difficult than changing those patterns and those entanglements that you have in terms of your health and nutrition. It's really hard because like Tristan mentioned, it's all based on fear. If we try to change something, fear stands in the way being like, well, this is what I've known. This is what I've known for the last X amount of years, especially food is habitual and it's based on how we grow up. So if we equate that to our feelings and our emotions, a lot of times it's very it can even be spiritual, like the way we eat. And so allowing that fear to stand in the way of who am I without eating the specific food or the specific category that diet culture really kind of demonizes saying that you can no longer eat this. It is scary. And so if we come back to the point of it as being like, I don't have to never eat this again, but I want to try to eat more healthfully and more to fuel my body in a certain way, we can come at our eating and our health in a different light instead of making it sound so scary. And instead of making it sound like it's a huge change. It can be a small change, one thing at a time. And we don't have to completely say that we're never going to do something to still be healthy. Right. And when you said small changes, when you take a look in a perspective of your life and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have this mountain to climb. I have so much to do. I need to lose 50 pounds. I need to get a new job. I need to divorce this dude that is just absolutely bad for me or break up with this dude or girl or whatever. It can seem so huge and you almost freeze in that pattern. Tristan, I know that you've talked a lot about this in terms of being able to take this huge mountain that we have to surmount to climb. How can we even put that into bite-sized chunks? Because I want a life. I want a life that is beautiful and amazing and vibrant. I don't want to live like this for the rest of my life, but yet this mountain is so huge. So there's a psychologist, his name's James Prochaska. And what he did was come up with the stages of change. And so when we think about doing something different in our life, quit smoking, losing weight, whatever that looks like for you, there's a few things that 
if we talk about that might help you get through those hurdles. So the first stage of change is called Mm pre-contemplation. Basically what that part of the stages of change is, I don't have a problem. Like you don't, it's not even on your radar at all. The second stage of change is contemplation. So basically contemplation is like, I might have a problem, but I'm not ready to do anything to change it. The third is preparation. And that's where we start getting into planning on what we're going to do to change. I know I have a problem and I'm ready to start planning or preparing to make that change. And then the next stage is the action stage. When you take that first step, that's when we count that action. You're actually doing the thing that you decided to do, whether it was quit smoking, whether it was lose weight, adding healthy foods, whatever that looks like for you. And the last stage is the maintenance stage. And that's after maybe three, six months of sustained change, whatever that looks like for you. I mean, you make quitting smoking and losing weight sound so easy, Tristan. Right. Yeah. Easier said than done, right? Easier than said than done. I talk to so many people and I can immediately tell who's going to succeed and who is going to struggle because they're not at the pre-contemplation state. They're at the contemplation state and they really, really want them. And I feel like it's hard to get over that hump from what is it? Contemplation to preparation. Preparation. What do you do to get your mind ready? So yes, yes, you really want it. And I'm ready to start taking action. I think one of the easiest things for us to do to make it not so overwhelming is take one piece of it and just work on that piece, whatever that looks like for you. Like if you want to quit smoking, like maybe your first step is instead of smoking X amount of cigarettes, you're going to reduce those by a certain amount. That way, if we do one thing, that may start getting more of those parts of it into the preparation and then action stage. Right. I mean, it just sounds so simple, the magic formula to just do whatever you want to do. It all starts with our mind, doesn't it? It all starts with being that person we want to be and pretending like we're that. Tia, I know that you've had a lot of situations in which that you've been through personally, as well as clients who talk a good game. They say that they're ready for change, but we are obsessed with humans on the verge of change. Obsessed is probably at that pre-contemplation slash preparation stage. But what do you do? How do you deal with that on a personal level? You know, figuring out, yes, this is what I want. This is what I deserve. This is who I want to be. And then actually doing it. I think like Tristan said, starting small and something that I remind myself and my clients is you cannot build upon a habit that you don't have starting upon it. So if you want to quit smoking, maybe the first step is no longer smoking in your car. And then that will take away the habit of how many cigarettes you smoke in the car. Or if you already wake up in the morning and you have a cup of coffee and you want to start incorporating more healthy habits, drink a cup of water before you can enjoy your cup of coffee. Coupling habits on that we already have with another habit that you want to build into your life is a great way to start because habit building, I have found personally and with clients, you become a lot more successful. Also something that personally has helped me a lot is something I heard a couple of years ago is when fear of staying the same outweighs the fear of change, that is when we change. 
and reminding myself, maybe we don't have to get to the point of fear of staying where we are. Maybe we can act upon where we want to get before we are actually afraid of staying in our current circumstances. So maybe it's before the health scare, before the lung biopsy, before those things, maybe we can start making small changes in our life at that point. And then we don't have to get to the fear part of change and that will lessen the anxiety we have around change. Right. That's scary to think of that stop smoking before the lung biopsy being proactive instead of reactive. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a large part of our message, Tia, Tristan, Mika, and Jules, just making the changes before you are forced to make the change. I think we're all going to start quitting smoking tomorrow, apparently. Doesn't it seem like that? Who knew? Why are we obsessed with change? As we all were brainstorming and we have a vision, we have a mission in terms of helping our sisters and I'm going to say brothers because we love the men as well, but we love to help them rise. The one thing we have in common is that we are obsessed with humans, you on the verge of change, because there is so much potential in that little spot. There's so much potential in the catalyst to making you greater than you are. I know Tristan talks about this a lot in terms of going all or nothing. And she, of course, is our no filter, no BS therapist that will tell me, Tia and Mika, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, your thoughts on how to really incorporate and sustain this sort of change, whether it's quitting smoking, which apparently we all need to do. And or just making our lives better and receiving abundance. And we're all so worthy of abundance. What is the secret sauce, girl? So change isn't going to be a linear thing. It's going to be good days. It's going to be bad days. And I just want to remind everybody, don't overanalyze it. Don't pass judgment. Don't feel guilty. Let's say one of the things we'll quit beating the dead horse of quitting smoking. Let's talk about like going, like showing up. (laughs) Right. Showing up for work early. Like, so if we want to show up for work a little earlier than normal, if you do it for a couple of days, that's great. And then if you don't one day, don't get completely guilty. Don't feel so guilty or like that you failed everything because of that one thing. Everything's going to be a learning curve. Maybe it's picking out what you're going to wear the next day, the night before, or maybe it's packing your lunch the night before. So you don't have to spend so much time doing that in the morning, things like that. Just making sure that you're not beating yourself up too bad for the eventual slips that will happen. We're all human. We're going to make mistakes. It's not like we're trying to. This is all a learning process. Yes, I think, Tristan, you really hit something important there. Something I always remind myself is grace is greater than guilt. You're going to get farther in life by giving yourself grace rather than guilting yourself into either what you've done or the decisions you made in your past. Making change is never easy. And so giving yourself the grace to understand that you are human, it's not going to be the same every day. And getting past those lower points makes you stronger in the end. One of the things that I really want to hit home with is the fact that when we talk about change, change has got to come from an internal motivation. We can pressure each and every one of us all day long to do something, whatever that is. But to be honest with you, 
all that's going to do is overwhelm people and we're never going to get to that change that we truly want. So being able to find out why we want that change, why are we intentionally trying to do something different? That will move an individual towards making that positive change and going in it with the mindset that it's going to be a learning curve. You're going to learn more about yourself. You're going to learn more about what's going on in your world, and you're going to find something that works eventually. So just making sure there's encouragement, support, and even if we fall back into that old habit, which is bound to happen, just make sure that you're not using too much guilt, especially when you're smoking. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. I love it. And giving yourself grace, being gentle with yourself. And what is this all about? Life is a journey. This is all a journey. Everything is a learning experience and also our failures are learning experiences. So be gentle, but keep moving, keep that needle moving forward. So 10 Marlboros, eight Marlboros, four Marlboros, one Marlboro, we are good. But I digress. So the obsessed girls here, we are obsessed with change. Change makes life delicious. Change makes life rich. Change makes life so interesting. Let me turn the tables and ask my girl, Tia, T, what are you working on in terms of change? Currently, I am working on a few things. So first, I am working on still career change and also working on physical activity and getting more workouts in and having a routine with that and just changing my mindset into having my workouts feel like it's coming from a place of self-love again rather than trying to change my body for an outward appearance. That's awesome. I love that. And T, meaning Tristan. So I was thinking about this today. One of the things that I want to change is I want to be more intentional in my life and I want to be present. I want to be able to live in the moment and enjoy what's going on right in front of me. More times than not, I have all of these things going on in my head that I want to get done that I didn't get done and kind of beating myself up for doing that. And just being here, being present, being aware of what's going on and being able to give 100% of me in everything I'm doing. I love that, Tristan. And that is, that speaks to something in terms of, do you know, Eckhart Tolle, Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. It is a great book on just being present and living each moment. If you're washing the dishes, if you're doing the laundry, if you're walking the dog, if you're driving to work, just every moment relishing it and seeing the beauty in it, because this life goes by so fast. Do we want to be living our lives in a whirlwind? And do we want to be living our lives in a blur? And then one day find ourselves with our last breath and realize it was just a blur. There's no purpose. And purpose is so important. And I know I talk about this all the time. Purpose is what gets me through life. What I want to change is to be more empathetic. And I don't mean to my clients. I don't mean to you. I mean, to my family, those closest to me, I feel that's where I lose my empathy and just take them, my children, my husband, my family, my closer friends for granted, being more empathetic in my personal life, because I give so much energy out in other places that I just assume that they're okay with my lack of empathy and just probably short temperedness. I might start smoking after this session, guys, just get in. Okay. So thank you. I just want to impart with you that you have the power. Change is scary. 
change is uncomfortable, but we have a community, we have a support system, we are locking arms, and we want to hear what you have to say. Tia's going to follow up right now with the takeaways because she's always got such a savvy viewpoint. Savvy, a little bit real, but she's going to take it from here. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. This was an amazing conversation on change, and I love all the different ideas and perspectives. Coach Tristan said it so well when she outlined the four stages of change, which are contemplation, pre-contemplation, preparation, and action. As you go forward in your day and you know there is a change that has to be made, what stage are you at? Are you thinking about it or do you not even vocalize that change? To recognize change is the first step. So we want to hear from you. Start making those changes that add beauty and vibrance to your life. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode on change. We just heard some of our obsessed girls discuss why are we so obsessed with change? Why is it difficult to change? And most importantly, steps. The steps we can gradually take towards change. Let's continue this conversation because we want to know what were your takeaways. We want to hear from you. So feel free to hop on over to social media, Instagram, crown underscore compass girls and also we're on facebook and in our website where you can get free resources and blogs and content and so much more and even shopping did you know you can shop yes you can shop on our website for luxury items amazing journals the list goes on this is a community for you. We want to hear from you. So then hop on over there and remember always to share, like, and subscribe to your favorite obsessed queens. And bye for now. I'm going to catch my crown. Bye for now, my queens. Mwah.